Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Al with Dugout Talk, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Ralph. What's up, Al? What's up, Ralph? Everybody? Yes, it's been too long, and we're back for abbreviated season four, but yes. um, a strike, uh, a strike shortened season. <laughs> it's not really a strike. <laughs> no, we yes. just were needed some breaks and and just taking care of business and. We were holding we out for a bigger contract. There you, that, we were holding out. <laughs> We're holding like Drysdale and Koufax. We held out. We didn't get nothing. We got a, a, a sandwich. Instead of the six-inch, we got the 12-inch sandwich at, at Village Meats. <laughs> oh, only Hawson Heights people will know that reference there. But exactly. That's all right. Listen, man, we have lots to talk about catching up, but let's not do that right away we'll do that over the course of time and just talk about the this past year so far mm -hmm. because we got a lot of stuff that's happened in the last few days um some stuff is not really affecting the dodgers as much but more stuff around the dodgers and its division right. and um and then of course the passing of vince coley there we're going to talk to at the yeah. near the you know at the end of this whole thing but um okay. let's talk about the current state of the dodgers and how you're how you're feeling about the team and the the, the moves that we made how small or big or what we should have done or what you think uh we should have done you know let's start with that how we how, what do you think of the team right now so obviously the team is is playing great right i mean we have the best uh record if not the second best i mean we're we're right there with the yankees i think we are up on them on the loss column um, so as far as like percentage, I think that the team is doing great. I mean, you know, we had some key injuries, right? We, we lost Bueller, we lost train and we lost Brewstar, Gatterall. We lost a bunch of other, uh, pitchers, you know, May and, and so on and so forth. And yet we found a way, right? Guys have stepped up Tyler Anderson and, um, you know, Gonsolin and, and other pitchers have stepped up. And so, I think it's just the Dodger way. Like we just have like a winning mentality that, hey, the next guy up is going to do what they got to do. I'm concerned about a couple of guys. I think you, you'll agree, might maybe agree with uh, Bellinger and Muncy at the plate. Um, I think that, you know, Muncy's injury to his arm, you know, has caused more trouble than we think it did. But, you know, Bellinger, he's, he should be getting better. And I, I'm, I'm struggling with his, uh, you know, lack of performance at the plate. He's hot and cold, and he'll get into some small streaks here and there. But other than his MVP season, I just don't see him, uh, you know, getting back to that form. So yeah, I'm concerned about that. But otherwise, I like the team. I, I really think that we should be, the rightfully so, should be the favorites to win it all, even with some of the other stuff that's gone on in the division. What are your thoughts? Well, more the same. I mean, one of the things is, look, we're not we're not 100% healthy. You got Justin Turner, 10-day DIL. Um, Chris Taylor, 10-day IL. Yeah, Edwin Rios, 60-day. You got Eddie Alvarez, 7-day. You got Kevin Pillar, 60-day. So, I mean, you got some guys who will be coming back sooner than later, like Justin right. Turner and Chris Taylor who are impact players, you know, mm -hmm. they just are, they were having a decent season. 
they'll get up to, I think as the season progresses, they'll get up to their career norms and, and be productive, which I like. I, I do yeah. concern. I'm concerned about Max Muncy too. I mean, he's below, batting 162. Okay. But what yeah. concerns me the most is, is, and, and you're right. I think they, the arm injury, but is, is, has something to do with that. Maybe I don't think it has everything to do with it. I'll tell you why his on base percentage is like 300, 312. That's super low yeah. for him. If you look at his, his, his stats, he's always been like well above that. I mean, at, at his height was 391 and 18, mm-hmm. uh, 374 in 2019. That was his first two years with Dodger baseball, with Dodgers. And then last season, it was up at 368. Those are big numbers. Those are high numbers because he he's a he's a selective hitter. He's a he's a he's patient at the plate. That's really what he it was key to his success. And and to see that because that has nothing to do with his arm or shoulder, you know. Right. He he's just not he's not getting on base with the walks that he normally does. Yeah. He just is not. It's just not happening now. Granted, he does still lead the team in walks. He has more walks than anybody. Hmm. But it's just that on-base percentage, you know, is lower than normal. And then his slugging percentage, that's 300. He, he is, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a big bopper. He's, he's a, you know, he's a five, four, 500 guy, you know, and his slugging percentage is at three, 314. And that's just... Those those are the numbers that kind of worry me, and when I look at his stats and stuff, and and it, when you know how it is, I mean we've you, you've we've coached kids, you know kids, you know they pre- players press when they're behind, yeah. and they're just you know I think that that has also been factored into it, and you know they're professionals, yeah, and they're they're at the highest level of, it, but they still go through those human, you know. Um, parts of hitting and, and playing and stuff that that's still part of it, you know? So yeah, no, I'm concerned about that. I and mean, you know, if he's able to find it and turn it around, boy, you yeah. know, you oh, yeah. look out now, Cody Bellinger is another one. I don't know. He's, he's, he's struggled. I think he's a victim of his own demons. It's in his head. I think, you know, really it's, he's got the, the he's got a great swing, got the power of those, athletic ability you know i think if he were to just to get hot there at the end of the season too you know yeah. ridiculous so we we we're i think we're in good shape i, yeah. I don't what the, the padres who made the big move uh, what you think about that wow the, i mean you, yeah i i'm impressed with their lineup the way it's going to be uh, i don't think they are going to be better than the dodgers and i'll tell you why i think lineup wise you know, we, we, we match up pretty well, but I think our pitching depth, they can't match up. Uh, you know, we have so many guys on the injured list, like we mentioned earlier, and we still have guys stepping up. We're bringing up guys like Pepio and Miller, you know, to, to spot start when we need them and so on. And I just, you know, we're going to get some guys back. We're going to get Dustin May back. We're going to get, you know, um, training back and, and that you know, I just think that advantage LA when it comes to that. And as we both know in the playoffs, you know, pitching beats hitting, uh, you know, you, you know, there might be one or two guys that get hot, but for the most part, 
a team with with deep pitching ends up going deep into the playoffs. So as much as I like the the way they'll line up, you know, it's going to be stacked. Um, I just think that the Dodgers pitching, and I think we're like one or two in the league in the ERA, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that just is going to go a long way to, to you know. To well, they picked, the up, they picked up Hater to, to oh, shore, yeah. shore up their, their – I mean, they picked up Hater to shore up their, their, their bullpen. Yeah. That, that's a big get right there. That yeah. team is that team is ridiculous, you know. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So yeah, that's a big one. And then Juan Soto, you're right. Mm-hmm. I don't think their their lineup. I think we match up. To be honest with you. I think. Uh, but but yeah, the pitching is definitely their top two guys are Darvish and Mus Joe Musgrove. Yeah. Shamanaya and these others, Mackenzie Gore, Blake Sell. Nah. Well, don't forget Gore. Gore is, was part of that trade. Oh, that's package. right. That's right. He's part yeah. of the trade. So Snell yeah. and Clevenger, yeah, that they don't you know, scare I, me. No, those that, that that don't scare me. But but um, definitely uh, haters a, a game changer. Yeah. But the the hitting hitting wise, um, yeah, man. You know, I don't I don't I'm not feeling the. I I don't you know I know that what that um, that Tatis is coming back. He's he's been um, he's. He's he's hurt, mm-hmm. but uh, and when he comes back, that's that's a that's going to be a tough one. But I I I I think we do match up against them, and and I, you know, I just also too, I think, I think we have their number. You know, I think mentally, we just have their number. I I, I you know, I just I just do, you know, and I think sometimes when it gets in somebody your head, you know, on things. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I just think that that that's it. You know, let like, me ask you a question: Should the Dodgers have done more or given up more to get Soto? Or do no, you think? I, I, listen, okay. I, I'm not. I'm of the camp. There's a lot of different camps, but I'm of the camp that that trusts the front office. Yeah, I, I trust their judgment. I trust their, you know, their. I think they've made good moves. I, I don't think ever like given up too much, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the players we have gotten, I think it's always worked out in our favor. And I, and because of that, I trust it. And I, we have great, a great farm system. Um, and I trust the fact that they're, they're going to go ahead and, and, uh, and protect that and not give up too much. Uh, you know, the nationals were asking for the world yeah. and, and they yeah. got back some, some, they got back a lot, you know. They for, got back a really guy. good, yeah. You know, I'm with so. you. I'm with you. I, I think that the Dodgers, if, if they were asking for Bobby Miller and Pepio and Cartaya and all of our studs, Bush and, and Vargas, I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's let's take a look at this. Because even like, like say Altman is, you know, he had a great start, but we don't know if any of these guys are going to be the next. Soto, right? We don't know the next Pedro Martinez is going to be, you know, in, in, in Pepio or Miller. We got to take a, a chance. And you're right. Friedman has showed that he needs to be trusted. And over the years, he's built such a system. And if he is really not wanting to let go of these guys, even for a Juan, a Soto, Juan Soto, then I, you know, I got a sense and I got to judge that, you know, there's a good reason for that. And they believe some of these guys are going to be the next you know, uh, like I said, Pedro Martinez or, you know, that, that caliber of pitcher. So um, 
we're good. We're a good team. We're one of the best teams in the league. And imagine like having those caliber players coming up through the through the system for the for a long time to you know come. I I don't know. I I'm with you. I I, I want to trust. I trust Friedman. I don't think we should have given up more than you know. The, well, not giving up the entire farm, and I looked like he didn't want to go that way either. So no, and there was talk like Cody Bellinger was going to be in the mix, and or Gavin Lux was going to be in the mix, you know. Um, yeah. And then of course the, the 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 prospects is what they wanted a lot, and the Nationals yeah. wanted a lot, you know, uh, from whoever was going to come to the table, you know. Obviously, yeah. the, the, the to be honest, I just kind of I'm not salty or anything, but. The Padres kind of, it's kind of smacks some desperation, you know, when you're 11 and a half games back and you're doing all this and, you know, it, it, it's not a short-term fix for them too. They're looking long-term, you yeah. know, uh, Tatis and Juan Soto and these guys are, they're long-term guys there. They, you know, it's a great core and that they could build around and stuff like that. And I don't know, I don't know how they're getting, you know, the, I mean, they're, the management's spending the money, you know, you know, and they're not in a big market. But they're spending the money and they're they're trying to catch up. The Dodgers set the tone, though. I mean, I think everybody reacts. You know, well, the Dodgers are acting. Everybody else is reacting. You know, yeah. um, so they have to they they have to build their roster to compete against us. That's what yeah. that's what the reality is. That's true. So all those GMs look at their roster and go, "How are we going to beat these guys?" Right. That's really what it is. It boils down to and. And they 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 were willing to give away a lot of prospects, good ones to um to the Nationals to make to make that happen with Ron Soto, Juan Soto, and he's a great one. You know, he's a, he, the dude's got swagger, and with him and Tatis, when he gets healthy, that that's going to be formidable. You know, with, with Manny Machado and and the other guys that they have over there, Cronworth, and and they have a great players. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think there's a, there, there's a certain mentality that has to be there. And, yeah. and I, I just, the Dodgers have that, you know, they have it in free, they have it, they're proven winners, you know, yeah. and there's a swagger and a, and a, and a, you know, an attitude that comes with all that, you know, when right. you pick up that trophy or get that ring, you know, you're also picking up, you know, that swagger. I'm a champion, you know. I know what it takes to get there and and stay there, yeah, you know that kind of thing. And and so those guys that are on the Padres, I don't know how many of them have ever won a championship except for Juan Soto. You know, um, Juan Soto's probably I think the only one. Uh, Machado's never won one, right? You know, so um, you know they have a lot of guys over there that are great ball players and stuff like that. But you got to have that thing, and I don't, you know. I don't know if they they've got that they can match up the Dodgers with that, but it's it's yeah. an interesting thing, and I I do I love the team I love how we're we're looking you know and I love the way that people you know step up I think Trace Thompson was a nice addition look at that you know yeah. got him on the cheap and you know and he's kind of been a nice you know he's he's dude people sleep on that guy he's a player he can play. You know, yeah, I, and, I agree. I like I like him. He's been uh, he's been st- he's been hitting in the clutch. If you dude, know, I know. Like, That's what I'm saying. He comes his, up. His stats aren't like you know world 
beaters, but when you look at his, you know, stats in the with runners in scoring position and late innings and so forth, yeah. he's oh, just, yeah. I mean, he's a guy that I, I kind of like. I hope Trace Trace is coming up because yeah. I know he's going to make something happen. And it's great, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed Mookie's... to a Cody Bellinger, who sometimes in that situation, I'm like, oh, no, it's Cody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor but, Cody. I, I really yeah. – I root for him, you know, because, man, when he's going, boy, it's 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 something special. Yeah. He's got such great abilities, you know. What and do you think of I... our closer situation with Kimbrough? Uh, <laughs> what is that the problem, you know, with, with these guys? You know, it's so – you know, but, you know, again, uh, I don't know. Gosh darn it. You know, I, 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 I was wishing and hoping for that, you know, to, to, to do well, to be well. You know, uh, tr- losing trying and hurts, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, when we lost him, you know, and I, I, he's coming back, but uh, I don't know when. I, I don't, I, I, I can look it up. But well, um, Hudson too. Hudson, I thought could have been a perfect replacement for the close role, but now he's out. He's on a sixty-day injured list. So yeah, Daniel Hudson. There's a lot of guys that you know, pitchers. Jeez, and, uh, Tommy Canali, Canali, or the sixty-day, forty. You know, just it's yeah. too many, too many guys. You know, um, yeah. Gratterall, fifteen day. Um, yeah, so it's, I'm concerned. It's I'm concerned about it because in the playoffs, there's going to be a lot of one run games, and we can't have a, a closer who comes in, you know, walks the leadoff man, it gives up a double, and then has to, you know, scratch and claw to get the rest of the outs every yeah. single time. Almost, it's, it's just frustrating. It it is. You know, and that's where I think people get frustrated, and 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 where where Doc gets criticized the most in his handling of the pitching staff. Okay, yeah. people just lose their minds when he makes moves. You know, whether it be Clayton taking out Clayton, you know, mm-hmm. during a shutout, or uh, you know, or a no hitter run. I was getting text messages from. My my buddies, you know, while he was throwing that perfect game, you know, uh, yeah. just he, you know, like saying, "Oh man, that, this dude better not take Clayton out now," you know, and because uh, they don't trust him, they don't trust him to do to leave him in there, and so this is this is this is what Doc has always been criticized for. I think you know, at, at least um, the people I talk to, and it's always it's always been where people have doubted him. But yet, well, but yet, our pitching staff is always near the top, if not at the top of the league, in ERA, and and several other categories that matter, you know, in pitching. And so, you know, I reluctantly, I have to just, I have to be, oh, you know, supportive of that, you know, and, and we, well, there's nothing else we can do, you know. It, it's, I think it's. You know, with Kimbrel, yeah, man, his ERA is way too high. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, but uh, we don't have any any other. We don't have a, an answer to that. Anything else? Yeah. yeah, and you know, I, I I hear what you're saying about 
about Roberts. I mean, the, the one I, there's some bad memories of of some of the pitching changes, like Rich Hill, right? 2018 yep. World Series. Yep. You know, we're up four nothing, and yep. we lose that game. And Hill was just you know cruising. Uh, and this those kinds of things that that you know, I'm like really, you could not have waited. At, at least let him finish the inning. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. Are like you just start to overmanage, and you know, like you said earlier, we've managed before, so we know that it's really easy to to try to overmanage. Sometimes you just gotta let the situation play itself out. Yes, you know. Yes, that's, that's also part of being a good manager. Okay, let's let let trust my guys. Let them let them do what they do. Yes, when everybody you else know? is screaming at this, you know, do something. Right. You know. Yeah. Let me, you know, let it play out, that kind of thing. But, but I yeah, do trust. I do like the fact that he already he did say originally he kept giving Kimbrel too much of a of a leash, right? Saying, "Oh, he's our closer, he's our closer," and just recently he made comments such as, "You know, we're gonna he's gonna have to work harder, and we're gonna have to look at it." So at least he's open to you know changing that role. I don't know what his role would be if he's not the closer because I don't. I know he didn't like to be the setup man in, in Chicago. That was part of the reason they let him go. Uh, so, yeah, but if he's not going to be a, a – I, I can't even necessarily say a super dominant closer, but he needs at least to hold a, hold a lead, right? <laughs> not, not not give up. I mean, he comes in with three-run leads, and we end up, like, scratching and clawing to win by one. All yeah, time. clean innings is what we need. These guys <laughs> yeah. to be, you know, serving up. And, yeah. And, um, and that's just not happening, you know, enough. You know, and yeah. he's not, he needs to be, well, no one, we can't expect him to be as dominant as he was when he was with the Braves in the, his early years and stuff. But do you, you think know, it's that? I you don't think, think it could be I just, don't think he's been the same for a long time. Do you think you know? it's just miles? He's just got a lot of miles on him. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you look at his statistics. I mean, he had his heydays in Atlanta and, but ever since he's kind of struggled and, you know, he had, he was good in Boston but ever since what he hasn't had a decent uh, an all-star caliber season since 2018 you know yeah. that was 4 years ago so you know he's he's not he's you know we're talking a guy who's averaging 40 win you know 40 saves a, a year um and leading the league four times in a row and yeah. the last time he had 40 was in 2018. Ever since then, the highest he's had is 24, 23. Mm. And um, in Chicago, that would, and and that was just, that's not acceptable. That's average. You know? Let me ask you a question. So, you know, we've, we've talked about Jansen over the years, and we know we're like always like, oh, he's doing great. Oh, not so great. Would you rather have Jansen right now? I don't know. <laughs> no, I would not be honest with you. I don't want either of them. I want, I want. I would rather. I'll be honest with you. I would rather have Blake Trinan. Yes, a, he a healthy Blake Trinan. I think would 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 be good. Yeah. You know. Um. But no, there's a, there's a bunch of other youngsters that I would rather have. Yeah. You know, I would like to see one of those guys come up. I, I Brewstar. I think I wish that he was ready to be that dude. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, he's, it's not, that's not happening quick enough. Yeah. No, you know, he gives it just, too much contact. It seems like he, he pitches to contact more than to be a strikeout guy. Yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. because he just, you know, he's not, or, well, he's not been given that, that thing for good reason. So, 
there's there's a reason that they, they see that we don't see that he hasn't been given more responsibility and there's something lacking there and i don't know what it is exactly but you know i thought he would be ready this year to be honest with you i thought this year would be the year where he steps into a more prominent role that hasn't been the case so um yeah it's it's too bad but uh but um you know again we're in one of those things where we got this amazing team and we're worrying about the bullpen, you know, and we all know that come playoff time, you know, that's when we started biting the nails, you know, and, and start yeah. like pulling our hair out, you know, yeah. uh, fortunately for us, we're, we're loaded on the overloaded for on the starting pitching and guys like Dustin May and others who are coming back can step into that role, you know, right. And, oh, yeah. and um, Bueller, right? Even Bueller. Yeah, Bueller's right. on a sixty-day, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, guys can come back and 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 fill like like Julio Urias did that the year we won the World Series, you know, stepping into that role, you know, and closing out games. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Doc has already proven that he'll he's willing to do that. You know, and there's certain guys that that that'll be I think would be great at that. But um yeah, you know, dude, I, I there's another there's gonna be some more trading later in the season, right? I mean, isn't there another deadline coming up? Um or is it the last one? I I, I thought they changed the rule. Uh, I'd have to I'd have to check. I think I think that so the, the no next one is like moves. going you got to go on waivers and all this and that. It's, it's yeah. different. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, you know, I, I trust what he's doing and, um, you know, doc, I reluctantly trust him to make the right decisions. Especially <laughs> where we start to get in the playoffs in those crucial games. And we're in one run run games with, you know, divisional guys like, like the the Padres who are going to push, I think, and I think that eleven and a half game lead might be not as big by the end of the season. But um, once we get into the playoffs, and um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Oh, it's a great cushion that we built up. I mean, at, at, I mean, hindsight, right? Having known now, knowing now that they ended up getting Soto, it's a perfect situation that we were in because if we we're only up two games. You know, I'd be a little more nervous. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. eleven and a half. The Giants are nineteen and a half uh. behind us. So the the wild card is up for like, um, well, the Padres are in for the wild card, and so is Atlanta in the mm-hmm. East Division. But see, Atlanta's only two and a half games back of the Mets. So who knows what happens there? But um, the two is it two? It's two wild card spots. Um, well, three, right? So it'll be three. Yeah, it's, the, uh, yeah. It, it's it's the Padres right now with Atlanta, and then um, and then the Phillies and the Cardinals are bottle, yeah. battling it out, the closest above five hundred for yeah. uh, that thir- that other spot. So, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. You know, and it's we'll it's um it's going to be you know interesting to see how it plays out. But it's gonna be fun. I like our chances. I like the team. I I, I love what's going on. 
I like to I like to see the little team camaraderie. Somebody mentioned up something about how um how they reacted with uh with Cody Bellinger when he he had hit I think he had a a grand slam. Um, this is a few games back, but they, how how they just went nuts for him and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and and um and then the team the team did is they stayed in the dugout and let him go out by himself to the outfield um, and to get that ovation. And, and the writer pointed out like what a great sign of unity that was like, that's a team, what a team does like these selflessly, you know, give it up to a guy who maybe he's struggling a little bit. They know better than anybody what he's, he's, he's struggling with that. He's hard on himself. I think, but that's one thing I think is a problem to be honest with you. I think Cody is harder on himself than anybody and that he knows he wants so badly to get to that point where he was in that MVP season. So here they are and they stay behind in the dugout and let him go out by himself, you know, after hitting that grand slam and just taking in that ovation and all that love that the Dodger, that the Dodger fans were giving him that night. And I, I think that's a good thing, man. I love seeing stuff like that, that, that camaraderie. I think that's so important you and I know that esprit de corps, that 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 camaraderie, that goodness that happens in a dugout, that that matters on a championship club, right? You know, yeah. you 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 need that. You need you that need kind that. of yeah, that kind of love to be spreading around. Yeah, it's a huge, the huge X factor. <laughs> yes, it sure it. is. Yeah. You know, so I love seeing that, and I I, I love reading that that you know, and being reminded that that's that's what it's all about. So. Yeah, I, I I'm glad to see that. So that that kind of stuff when I see, it, and I know there's other clubs that have that kind of closeness too, but I I I love to see it, and I I love the fact that um that it's it's happening that, and you know, it makes me more um uh it makes me happier and and more settled in the fact that I think we're gonna do something special this year, you know. Yeah. So it'll be good. Good deal. But but um. Let's go move on um, right here near the end here to um, last night. I saw, you know, the news that, that Vin Scully had passed away. And uh, I kind of wanted to share a little bit about like how I felt about it, you know, sure. and because um, I think it's important, it, it, you know, guys like this, we've been lucky. We're here lucky here in L.A. Um, we had John Wooden, you know, um, who's just. I mean, he's special to us here in L.A., um, but uh, around the world, the guy is just a, the gold standard when it came to coaching, and, and he's just a good, decent man um, who is honorable and who just, like, was bigger than the game kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And then we're also, we're, we're fortunate to have Jaime Harin and others who have just, you know, been amazing and um chick hearn and other guys like that who just you know we're lucky we're we're lucky here in la to have so many amazing icons and this guy vin scully is really near the top if not the top of the list you know and i think i think i know you're gonna feel the same way but i think i'm not gonna lie my eyes are sweating a little bit you know just reading (laughs) some of the tributes and seeing some of the video 
of his last call and his farewell. And um, I think what Gabi won was one um, that Yasiel Puig gave, you know, like a little tribute to him talking about, about Vin and one of the times that, um, gosh, I'm going to get choked up again. And where Yasiel and many of the players did during that season, where they would stop before getting the dugout and look up to the box, the, the, the press box and tip their cap mm. to, um, to Vin before they uh, would, uh, would, would step into the box. And yeah. how it also became um, kind of uh, a, like a thing to do um, for visiting players from other teams, you know, stars who wanted the chance to, to meet Vin Scully. And so they would go and they would, you know, like I know Bryce Harper did that a couple times at one time, you know, that season and other stars who would take the time and try to arrange it with the Dodger, you know, um, uh, front office to, to, so that they could go up and meet Vin Scully and shake his hand and stuff. I mean, this guy was, he stood, you know, head and shoulders above everyone else who grabs him, you know, gets on the mic. He just was. And uh, I can remember distinctly uh, my dad carrying this tiny little transistor radio with him to games. And we would listen to, he'd let us listen. And he had a little, he had a little one ear plug, you know, that he would stick in his ear. And I go, Papa, why are you listening to the game? We're here. You can see it. it look at it, look it. It's right there. You can watch the game. You don't have to listen to that. He goes, no, no, no. We're listening to Vin Scully. You know, that's, 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 that's the best experience. And he would let us listen to it, too, an inning or two. You know, but we were kids. We, was like, we didn't want that. We just wanted uh, some peanuts to be thrown to us. And, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and uh, one of those... Cr- frozen malted oh, yeah cr- crunch you know, chocolate malted crunches <laughs> or whatever the, the ice cream you know yeah. those are the things we wanted but um yeah yeah you know i remember that and and so many other people did that um you know in the stands you know all the yeah. big daddies would wear where they're little have their bring their transistor radios and listen in one ear to vin scully call the I, game i did that i I, you had, did it. I had a little transistor. I, I know people that did too. So it was, it yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did it too. <laughs> and, and I, I, you know, it, it's, it, it's just something to say and it, it made the game more enjoyable. Um, you know, and, and he always just, he just, it was just more about his dignity and his humility. Oh my gosh. The guy was just so humble and just almost felt like he kind of always, had that feeling like he I don't deserve all this I don't know why you love me so much but I'm just a, you know I'm just a, I'm just me I'm just me and yeah. he, he just was so humble and he loved the city so much and the Dodgers he loved being part of the organization you know which makes made you love being you know a fan you know love made you love being part of like you were part of something you know like really special here and I think we all feel that way, you know, Dodger fans. You all feel kind of, we all feel like we're part of a, kind of a a nice, it's a really cool club, you know. And it's we're bigger spoiled. Than us. <laughs> I think we've been. Yeah, spoiled. Oh, yeah, we're very spoiled yeah. to have yeah. so much richness and tradition yeah. and and stuff, you know. And yeah. 
and and we are but it's kind of nice as an older person now i i i can appreciate it i recognize that we are spoiled i can recognize how much we've been given here i didn't maybe always do that you know i always loved the dodgers but i don't i just looking at it and vince scully is right there because not only did we have the greatest organization and team you know in the world you know and in, in, in baseball but we had the greatest announcer of all time yeah. the period hands down nobody is better he's the goat he's the best to ever do it so it's been hot it was a little it was a little a little emotional man yeah i had oh. my moment with that dude you know and thinking about him and reading the tributes and just watching those last few videos of him and there's this one picture that was particularly moving to me and it was the entire crowd you could see from behind him in the press box you could see everybody look not even looking at the field but looking at him and he had his hands his face in his hands and you know because he was emotional and man that just killed just that leveled me. I was done. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's humility. Get yourself right together. Yeah. No, I, I, it's it's so impressive to me all the years where we just kind of took him for granted. Like, he can do an entire game by himself, right? Like, he didn't need a commentator. He didn't need a sport, a color guy. He just did the whole thing, you know, play by play and the color and all the, the stories and all the trivia that just like, man, I, you know, it's that's partly why I took the little transistor radio because people in the stands, it, you know, you remember those days. I wasn't the only one. Every every twenty feet, there was someone else with their radio, and then you would hear stuff, and it's like, what did he say? The guys, the guys average in, in against this pitcher is what? Because back then they didn't, we didn't have all the stats in the scoreboard. Yeah, now, right. Now everything's at your fingertips, right? Right. Um, but it was always like the stories and stuff. You can't get the stories on the in the scoreboard. The things that he would talk about, you know, individual players and so forth. And I don't know. To me, you're right. I mean, the he's the best we ever had. With you know, when you go look back as LA fans, you know, with you know uh, Chick Hearn and and Jaime Harin and my dad always listening. My dad is like your dad, but with Jaime, right? Always listening to the Spanish broadcast. It didn't matter where we were. We could be like in a picnic on a Sunday. My dad had his little transistor radio listening to Dodger game, right? Uh, always, you know, Jaime Jarrin. And up until recently, he'd always like put the game on and then put Jaime on in, in the, on the radio, right? And then tune out the TV. That changed with like, you know, with, uh, you know, with cable and so forth and, and satellite because you have all these delays. So you really couldn't get it synced up so well. But back in the day when it was just like a broadcast you know, channel, it was pretty well synced up and, and he would just listen to Jaime and turn the TV volume down. And, you know, but for me, I was like, well, I want to hear, you know, Vin. <laughs> I'm, I'm bilingual. I don't mind either one, but it was mostly my father wanting to listen to Jaime Harim. But like for me, like listening to Vin and like the call, you know, uh, Gibson home run and a bunch of other things, right? You know, there's just so many memories of like, yeah, he made it part of the memory, you know, like that. He didn't like try to take over. He would just kind of let you soak in the moment and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he just did always did the right thing, always said the right thing, and always yeah. said it in the right way, you know. And he just, you know, I don't I know. know. I, you know, I, it, I miss it, him. I do too. I do too, I, I, you know. As much as I like Oral and, you know, Davis and whoever else has been in the booth and, you know, some of the guys make it fun and interesting. There's, there's just, there'll never oh. be another, <laughs> there'll never be another. Band. Never, never yeah. be another. And, and, you know, he, I mean, he's seen it all too. I mean, I, I was trying to tell a friend of mine about this who does not even live in this country and uh, telling him how, you know, explaining to him what Vince, Scull, you know, about Vince Scully and stuff. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, he painted a picture. For those of us who listened on the radio or for anybody who listened on the radio and and the broadcast and or even just watched the games on television, you know, and he he knew how to paint a picture, he knew how to tell a story. And um and it doesn't always come off from other people when they try to do that. But with him, you kind of felt like you were just sitting in a, a you know, on on the porch, you know. While somebody talks baseball, you know, and tells you these stories about about the good old days or about the things. I mean, the guy's seen everything, yeah. you know, and he's seen major, major, major parts of Dodger history. He's been there. He's he's seen it yeah. from Jackie Robinson, come on, yeah. to Fernando Mania to Koufax and Drysdale. Yeah. He's seen it all, you know, and you know, games at the Coliseum. And the move from Brooklyn to Los Angeles, he was there. You know, uh, Chavez Ravine being built and and all of that. I mean, he was a walking, talking, you know, encyclopedia of knowledge, you know. Um, and and you know, Imagine, like, having dinner with the guy. Oh, Sitting in a restaurant somewhere and, oh, and just man. talking story. Can you imagine? <laughs> You know, that, that's, that's, that's just amazing stuff, you know, and that's that's why guys like that, you know, when he passes, you know, we're fortunate to have video and we're fortunate to have YouTube, you know, as silly as that may sound. But it's 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 a it's a recording history. You know, it's we're fortunate to have those things. We can listen to his calls, mm-hmm. you know, him calling Kirk Gibson's shot, you know, in the in the 1988 World Series and. And you know other other sporting events that he's called that weren't any even connected football and 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 and, and other things that he's done that have been huge, yeah. you know. Um, it, it, it's you know he's been there, and um, yeah. so yeah, his passing I missed him when he retired. I knew this day would come at some point, you know. Uh, we all did, you know. He's getting older and and all that and. And he never complained about it. You never read about anything, any health issues, because he was that way and understated and private and to himself. Probably thought that nobody really cares. It doesn't matter. I'm an old man, you know. <laughs> and, and, and that's his way. And 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 yet, you know, here we are. The season, this, the, you know, the town, the city is in mourning, you know, and they're lighting up the city hall for him and. Everybody and their brother is, you know, every person who's even walked through L.A. is, you know, giving tribute to this man. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it is cool. You know, yeah. and I, I think, you know, I think if you ask any Dodger fan for sure, 
they feel the same way. Like, you feel the same way. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They love this man, you know? So, absolutely. It's a tough one. There's a tough one, you know? And I saw that. I was like, wow, you know? And then it just hit me this morning when I was like, I saw that picture of him with his head in his hands and, and you know, overcome with emotion at just, and I think, you know, it's funny because he seemed like he seemed sincerely surprised that he got that kind of love back, you know, like, I can't believe, you know, I can't believe they love me like this, you know, (laughs) what, you know, brother, you, you know, why does anybody want to see me, you know, want to meet me, who am I, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, what yeah you know what a talent that guy. Was. Yeah, what a great, great Amazing thing. You're person. right. We were we're yeah. lucky. So there you go, For Vince sure. Scully. You know, rest in peace, my rest friend. Rest in love, brother. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for everything. So listen, it's been good. We we got so much more to talk about. Um, you know, and this pat, especially the past season, and maybe some of the things that have gone on. Um, yeah, in the, la- in the last few months, but uh, let's let's end there and and um, and wrap this up, and and then we'll do another one and uh, real soon here Sounds next good. week. And um, sounds good. But it's good to be back. I always tell people, you know, it's funny because me and Ralph, those of you that don't know, me and Ralph, um, we started coaching when our kids were like five, six years old. Um, so that was what that was almost twenty four years ago, twenty five years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, um, we really, um, keep in touch during the baseball season. And, um, then we take the winter off. I don't hear from Ralph. <laughs> uh, that legitimately this happens, dude, you know, this. we do not talk from like November, December, January, uh, February. And then we start talking in March because spring training <laughs> opens up and well, I'll get a text. Either I'll text you or you text me, and then and then we're we're back at it again. And, and oh, we'll do send a we'll do send a Christmas greeting here and there, and then you yeah you, maybe yeah, yeah you're right that kind of thing. There so. might even be a birthday in there or something. Yeah. Or, but but pretty much on the regular, we're yeah. we used to do. This, actually, we don't do this as much anymore because of the podcast. But we would used to just text each other like, "Can you believe what this, what is going on?" You know. <laughs> And um, we would call each other and complain, and that's kind of where the the thought of having this whole thing started yeah. is that we thought, well, yeah. let's just do this. We we could do this. Anchor's got this real easy format. Let's just do this. So yeah, we started doing that. But yeah, ba- baseball. Yeah. I mean, we're friends. Period. Sure. But uh, you know, you're my compa. But uh, <laughs> but but baseball scene is funny. I just tell people I. That's how I tell the story, anyways. And hey, baseball's the great uniter, man. Oh it's yeah, great uniter. Yeah, and so yeah, we take the season. Oh, okay, Ralph, I'll see you in spring training. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, oh, we take man. the winter off. But yeah, yeah man. Anyways, it's yes. good. It's good to do this, and and um, long overdue this this season for sure. So, we'll do it again soon. Well, this is uh, this is Al and and Ralph from Dugout Talk saying, "See you later." Later.